Welcome to the Dr. Swole and Nunzi Show. I'm Dr. Swole, we're back. Yeah, this is... your boy Nunzi. Hey. Yo. Oh, wow. You thought we were gone. You thought it I was know, over. I know, man. You thought it was over, didn't you? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> back. Back wow. with vengeance. It has been a minute, though. Yeah. I think it's been, when did we post, was our last episode about masturbation? Yeah, I know, that's <laughs> funny, it's like, yo, that's been sitting at the top of the feed Yeah, man, did you guys enjoy that one? Yeah, no, um, it's been a hot minute, but you know what, we're really excited to be back. Okay, um, let's hit it off with yeah. a life tip of the day. <laughs> this was this is one that I've been, like, I've learned during my prep, and I read David Goggins' Can't Hurt Me. Mm. Insane book, man, like, that guy has, like, a next level mindset, oh, man, and what he's... he teaches is that you need to callous your mind is that you can basically train your mind to become stronger and to handle more. And that is something that had always been a limiting belief for myself where I always said, okay, you know, late in contest prep when I'm dieting, I'm fucking starving. I'm just going to baby myself, you know, like let my productivity fall off, stop being, stop getting stuff done, stop doing like demanding tasks. But then I realized that what he was saying is, so he went through this period when he was trying to get into the seals when he had to lose a hundred pounds in like two months or something while studying for the like exam, the entry exam. Mm. And he was like doing like four hours of exercise a day and still studying his ass off. And that's when I realized like, man, damn, I can't be limiting myself. And I realized that I could train myself and I did this prep. Yeah. It's been productive. Yo, the mind is capable of anything and everything is powerful. It's so powerful. We, we, I think it's like we use not even a fucking 3% of it. And, uh, man, like every single limitation that you have is, is yourself. It's all, it's all your fault, man. It's all like, you, like the brain is limited. Like we can do anything. And we see people like Goggins who show that display that, yo, it's, it's, it's you that holds you back. I'm telling you right now, it's, it's always, you cannot solve your inside problems using the outside. Everything stems from within. And when you start to really understand and work on yourself, your mindset, it's all about your mindset, changing your mindset, right? It's your mindset that is your ideologies of who you are, how you think the world works, what you think you deserve. So if you can change that, if you can start to to, to strengthen that, because the mind's a muscle, man. It is a muscle, right? But, you know, it's, it's it, I think it's a hard thing for people to do because... You know, this was an interesting concept the other day uh, that I heard. I was like, wow, that's fucking brilliant. Um, Dr. Wayne Dyer was speaking about how in his his mind, we don't, we don't, we only have, we talk about two minds, right? A conscious mind and a subconscious mind. And that most of us operate from our subconscious mind, the habitual programming from our past and mm. what we do every day. We do the same shit every day. But we rarely act actually from the conscious mind. But he was saying that, yo, if you start thinking what, what, of awareness then there is really only one mind. We don't need to necessarily break up the two minds because when you're thinking with consciousness, when you're aware, then you are in control, right? That's what David Goggins is. I bet you David Goggins' awareness is fucking... He, he, he's never acting from the subconscious. He's never letting his weak voice miss a workout or eat a donut or like whatever. It's constantly he's in control and pushing the limits, pushing the limits, allowing the limitations to, to fuck off. Yeah. Powerful stuff, man. Deep shit. So, yeah, man. yo, man. Yeah. Seven up, dude? days dude, out from Worlds. Yeah, man, dude. This guy, like, dude, you know what's crazy, you guys? Um, first of all, we've missed you. We really have. We really enjoyed doing this Love show. Uh, it's actually been, I think, two months, give or take, and I haven't even seen Bill. 
it's not like we were hanging out and stuff. Like, this is the first time I've seen you yeah. in two months. A lot to catch up. You know, up it's on. been so much to catch up. So I had to catch up episode. But, yeah, dude, you're seven days out from the Worlds, right? Yeah, man. Man's you excited? Team excited. Panda. <laughs> Hell yeah, excited, baby. Yeah. yeah, we're in shape. Yeah, been man. reverse dieting, and I start my peak week tomorrow. What's your, what's your, like, I mean, at this point, you know, leading up to, it's a feat to, to get to Worlds, you know, so already, already you've, you've done the job, right? But like, what are your, what's your expectations, man? How are you feeling going into it? You excited? Yeah. You feel good? You feel like you're going to do well? Like, I'm stoked, like, man. Yeah, I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. I like, I've done, I've changed up some of my posing. Yeah. Okay. I got help from one of the judges who's like, he came sixth at Worlds um, last two years ago, I think. And uh, he like has been helping me with my posing. It's good, right. like totally fi- fixed. So how many guys? Pose. How many guys compete in this? Like, what are we talking here? Yeah. So I think it's going to be like usually around forty-ish guys in total. But wow. then they divide into three classes. What are the classes? So, like, short, medium, tall. Like, short, medium, tall. For men's for, physique, for height? it's by height. It's right. by height. So, but there's forty that are going to compete in men's physique, and there's three categories based on height, and then like an overall winner kind of thing of the three. Yeah. 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 Okay. What's your, what, are you in the medium or the tall? Yeah, I'm not sure. It'll depend on get to how day. tall people are when they show up. Interesting, man. Yeah, no. I mean, that's that's going to be cool, man. I'm going to be cheering you on, dude. In yeah. L.A. as well, so that ain't bad. Yeah. La La Land. L.A.'s going to be lit. Yeah, I think it's dope, too. You were like, you're saying you're reverse dieting. I was like, whoa. So this guy's eating more going into the show, which is very foreign to how most do it. Yeah. Because like, most are like, like literally killing themselves. It's like a yeah. pro strategy, but the idea is you get into shape early on and then you start slowly bringing up calories. You like reverse all the diet fatigue and all of the stress. Yeah. You're not holding on to this edema. People are, people swallow up a lot. Oh, crap. bro. Um, I, you know, I, I've done three shows. Your, your water levels. Oh, fuck. It's horrible, man. It's like, I always like would, yeah, I, I, I did I ever tell you what happened my first show? With the edema? Tell me. Bro, this was fucked. Okay, yo, buckle up. My first show, young, rookie, no, I didn't have a good coach. I had a coach who just didn't like, you know, whatever. It's just, I don't want to get into that. But basically, didn't didn't have a good prep because didn't really know how to do it. And realized I had to, like, lose all this weight to make my cutoff. And it was, like, three weeks out. So I had to lose, like, 20 pounds in, like, the span of, like, two weeks, bro. Like, two weeks, 20 pounds. I was like, all right. So, did not eat. Like, literally didn't eat. Was taking diuretics and was doing, like, a steam room sauna. Ouch. And, like, a hot shower. Like, I was doing, like, I was literally, like, putting on parkas, turning the shower on to sweat at night. Just trying to sweat out as much water. Ugh. So, if you can believe it, in 14 days, or, like, I think it was, I think it was something gross, but, like, 10 days. Like, I'm not even kidding you. We did a 20-pound We did a, a 20 pound drop. We went from 218 to 196 in like 11 days. Um, Made the weight, whatever, did the show, didn't do that well. And uh, afterwards, didn't understand, like I said, first time, this was, I I think it was like 20. Uh, And um, just started like eating, started like, you know, didn't like, didn't know what you're supposed to reverse diet out of a show. And me and my partner at that time, we had a, a trip to LA booked. So, it was like the day after, so I just fucking binged eat, bro. Hard, hard, yeah. right? Got sick, obviously, and woke up the next day. We flew to L.A., and I don't know what it was, like, through the flight, something like being in the air, and, like, coming down, because then our first day in L.A., we ate a ton. The following day, bro, I was, like, swollen. I went from one, I went from 220 yeah, or 218 to 196, bro, up to 250. Yeah. My body stored, like, 
45 pounds of water. I couldn't walk. My, 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 my calves were like swollen balloons. It was the most horrible, uncomfortable, terrible experience I've ever had. And, uh, even like thinking about it now, it's just like, ugh, like just, uh, and that, that's always kind of why I just think that, you know, for me right now, shows, shows are tough, man. That's yeah. why I give, I give a lot of respect to guys that do shows, especially you, yeah, you know, yeah. this guy, you got, you know, you talk about David Goggins at the beginning, like, you know, we're talking about a full-time doctor here who you just, you always amaze me, Bill, with yeah, your dedication and, and what you do because it's. Give me some knocks, man. It's, Thanks, bro. And, and good luck. Funny story. I was yeah. at Calgary at the my first pro show. That was yeah. basically nationals for yeah, okay. WNBF. And uh, some people were coming up to me, but there's this one guy who's just like, oh, yo, you're Dr. Swole, right? And then he's just saying like, oh, I follow your podcast. And then he and then we were, we started talking about coaching, yeah. like because yeah. he's a coach. And then he was just like, oh, so like, you know, do you do anything else besides bodybuilding? And coaching and i'm like uh you know i got a day job <laughs> <laughs> well that's just it man i mean dude it's like i i really like dude that was a powerful life tip man about um you know just like having the mentality that you're capable of more yeah you know and 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 just like because i think we're like so defaulted to always like not take on too much mm-hmm. we baby ourselves you know we you do know? right it's, it's the comfort culture but you gotta be strategic about it too though Right. I still think that there's a, there's a level to like, uh, you have to like layer your habits, you know, because if you try to do too much, you, you might hit a wall. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's like, you just stay present in the moment and you stay poised. You always, like I said, you know, um, think with awareness, man, you're right here right now. You know, my coach always told me, you know, I was like one of my future coaches always said, you know, make today the great day. You know, make today the great day. You know, that's because that's all you can do. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Especially when it comes to that kind of thing. So, so. yeah, I'm super stoked for this peak week. I was telling you about my yeah. plan. I'm going to yeah. go, so I'm going to deplete for three days. Then I'm going to go 700 grams of carbs on Wednesday. Probably 600, day 600 to 700 <laughs> Thursday. And then yeah. uh, I'm going to do a little, like, cleanup day Friday. <clears throat> Clean it up, man. I love it, dude. And then you're on stage. Clean up my act. Cheering up. Yeah, yo, that's, um, that's crazy, man. Cause like, dude, I mean, do you find like, cause you're, what are you, what kind of doctor are you again? I always forget. Radiology. Radiology. Do you get like, like how, how's it been being a radiologist? Like, have you been able to do the two things with ease? Yeah, it's or been okay. It it's been okay. It's cause I feel like if, if I, I, to be honest, if I was, I would want my doctor like, you know, eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I functioned well. You functioned like, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly well, this yeah. prep. The, the body, the body's pretty resilient, man. You know, the body will adapt, you know, like uh, my homie Maxi. God bless his soul, man. He, he He's a funny guy, man. He loves to live in the extremes and comes home one day and he's like, yo, I'm going to do this parasite cleanse. And I'm like, all right, parasite cleanse. He's like, yeah, man, we all got these parasites in us. And I was like, ooh. And I was interested in about it. And he's like, so for like 20 days, um, or it was like, I guess it was actually sorry, it was something to do with the full moon. It was something like, it was like a 14-day cleanse, but he wanted to like get himself ready, so he did it for three days before. So he did like two and a half weeks. And bro, it's just, it's just fruit and vegetables, no protein, no carbs, Ouch. no nothing, no nothing, no refined sugar, no dairy, no nothing, just fruits and vegetables, Whoa. no beans, just, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, yo, I'll let the parasites live in me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, <laughs> like, yo, that, that is extreme, right? Um, and he does it for two and a half weeks and he's got to take these pills, uh, to do it. Right. So I was like, 
I was like first like, hmm, oh, like I wonder. Not recommended. Well, I just I just wonder how he's. Well, I mean, there's a like. Hey, you know what? No judgment, man. I mean, he's done a lot of research on this. Like, this is like a legit parasite cleanse. Um, you know, he's got the fucking subs right there. Like, there's a lot. Like, there's these parasites. No, I'm so judging. You basically like you you starve out the parasites, oh, and they're in your shit, bro. That actually shows like people that do this all these long parasites. Because you starve okay. them out. Guys, if you have parasites, go to your doctor. <laughs> well, we all do, man. Yeah, you know what? I guess you get these parasites from like a lot of like raw fish and stuff like that. And uh, but yeah, this is like this is legit stuff, right? But and I, I was like, yo, respect, you know. But my first thing was because I love him, and I was like, I wonder how he's going to be able to like function, right? And this is what I want to get to because the first three days were rough. Like he was like sleeping, and you know, like he took the day off of work one day. And I was like, okay, but then all of a sudden, like he just like. He said that he just had this like clarity and this like adjustment and he's out, he's doing, bro, he's like functioning better than I've ever seen him function. He's going to work. Like obviously he talks about how he's excited to have some steak and like eat some food, but he's found this like, this like, and I, and you were expressing that even when you were eating like a thousand cows, like almost like this Zen state, Zen state yeah. you know, where he just kind of kicked in. Right. Cause like, it just goes to show you that. Your body has another gear. Your body has another gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does, man. And it's weird because I'm at the same level of body fat that I was back in May, but I'm a lot more functional. And but I feel but better. the thing is, is to get to that second gear it takes a lot of suffering. Yeah. Like you have to like, and that's why that, that. that's where no one that's why no one operates in these gears. Like David Goggins, just because he was kind of the, the guy we started with the show to bring him up again. Like that guy's probably suffered a lot. Like, Absolutely. suffered more than us. Like, in terms of what he's put himself through on a physical and mental level to get to that degree of control, bro, suffering. And a lot of giving up, like, you know, one of the things, Bill, like, you know, I had this conversation, so me and Brownie, we were, I was talking about you not too long ago. I said, you know what, Brownie? Bill impresses me in terms of what this guy fucking does. And you know what dawned on me? You know what I realized, like, one of the big reasons why you're able to do this, man? It's because you're fucking sober, bro. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no drugs and no alcohol. If, if you take any drugs and alcohol, man, you, you ain't going to get to that gear. Absolutely, man. You know? It's secret. It's my secret weapon. I, know, it like, is, it I is. function at hundred percent all the time. Oh, I know. I know. It, it's, it, it's impressive to watch. And that's why it inspires me. I'm like, wow. Like, you know what? Like, that's why not like 90% of people who go out and get fucked up all the time and including myself, you know? Uh, and that's why, you, you know, I inspire, you know, it's inspiring to like, um, think about this. So, cause I, I know deep down there's a part of me, and this was a great line that I heard. I loved it. It's that we, we don't we don't solve our problems, we outgrow them. And I feel like there's a there's a point for me where I am outgrowing the need for substance. Nice. You know, as yeah, I just smoked happens. up a uh, joint before the, the podcast here, which I love to do. But the thing is, is like even with that, it's like the reduction, but like having that mental clarity in that sobriety, like. Just having that, yeah, being able to operate on 100% efficiency all the time, that is a secret weapon, man. Because, yeah. um, you know, so... It's powerful. Like, it literally, is, I was yeah. on the plane ride back from my show, and I was, like, editing the vlog already, you know? Yeah. And then just, like, fucking writing YouTube, like, YouTube captions and, like, yeah, doing yeah. all this shit. Well... Waiting for my show and doing Photoshopping. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's not, like... You know, because the thing is, too, is you probably get good sleeps. Like, if you guys, like... Absolutely. I mean, think about that right now. Imagine... Because you're the only guy, Bill, if you can believe it, that I know who has never had a drink or a drug in his life. 
Have you ever had a drink? I have. I have. You've had I'm, a drink? I, I don't get drunk. Have you ever, you've never taken drugs though, right? Nope. Never? Not one? Yeah, no. Wow. <laughs> I mean, but this is what I mean, right? So it's like, like that is why you're able to fucking do this. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? My it's body like, and my yeah. mind are a temple. I like, doubt this David is, Goggins yeah. is sm- like taking drugs, man. Yeah. And drinking, for sure, not drinking. But anyway, yeah, you know, more, more respect. So there you go, guys. Right. I mean, if you want to reach these gears, because you know what? Okay, this makes a lot of sense. So let's let's just kind of like collect the data here. So if you want to operate on a higher gear, you need to be operating at 100% efficiency and you need to be in control. So what does, what does alcohol and drugs do? They just take the edge off. They yeah. literally, they literally reduce your like ability to be coherent and make decisions depending on how much you take and what you do. Um, and, uh, and they affect you the next day and you're not in control, you know, right. The whole, the whole thing about when you take drugs and alcohol is you're not in control of yourself. And then they, they completely damage your, like, um, your moods. Like, you know, like if you, if you take a lot of certain drugs, you'll get like fucking melancholy for a week. Affects you know, afterwards, your sleep. that's what I'm saying, the right? So, like, sleep. that just makes sense. And then now, if you do that too on a consistent basis, like every weekend or you know every month or even like whatever, you know. So, because that, that is something that I like. All the all the people who I listen to, yeah, like you know, you just they don't play a role, and that's what I am experiencing in my life. Like, I'm at a point now where I'm 29 years old. You know, this has been you know, guys, in this two week absence of our show, it's been the most incredible two months of my life. I have grown so much. I literally, I'm I'm not the same guy that you know was in episode 52 talking about you know be, beating the meat. Even though, <laughs> you know, yeah, that was classic. It's a classic episode, man. But it's like I, I I've been able to. I, I'm having this like kind of next stage of my life where I'm like you know what, but I I do you know because I do like I don't drink. I've never drank, so alcohol's never been an issue for me. Um, but it's always been you know the the pot, the weed, and which I've been able to cut back a lot. Like, you know, I, I, I still like, I still know, I guess the thing for me is I still find there's medicinal value to it for me sometimes. Like it actually in some states can make me more creative. It can make me enjoy work a little more, you know, in terms of like an editing aspect and stuff. But I think at the end of the day, it's like, as long as I, what, what I've always said to myself, as long as I'm like, I don't let the foot off the gas. Yeah. I think the important part is noticing when these substances start to affect your function. Like yeah. when it, like if it's not affecting you, then it's not an issue, but like the thing about weed for a lot of people is that it just makes them want to chill, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, what you were saying, it makes people want to take their foot off the gas. And it's like, oh, they start smoking weed, and then they kind of spend the next four hours just, like, chilling on their couch or, like, eating chips and shit, yeah, you know, yeah. instead of working. Whereas, like, for me, it's like I'm fucking working <laughs> not until the minute I go to sleep, basically. Yeah, You yeah. know, I take no time off. I'm like, or, like, when I want to. When, yeah. If I'm with friends, I'm chilling, right? Yeah, no, you, yeah, you, you, you display balance in, in that shit to a T. You know, and, and there's never like, yeah, man. So just a lot of respect. And, you know, I, I think it's good for self-reflection, right? That's why I said, man, you just, you go, you outgrow the problems. Like, you know, um, for everyone listening out there that, you know, I've been talking a lot about. So one of the cool things, Billy, that I've been up to is uh, I've been doing these live workouts. Okay. So it was really cool because like, I always like love going live. I've always like, you know, it's really interesting how those shit works. Because there was like, I've been doing social media now for four years. And there was like this big part of me who was always like, Michael, you know, learn how to go live, start doing live, start doing live and like Instagram, whatever. And then I got on TikTok uh, and I was doing like lives on TikTok um, and they were like, whatever, they were good. Like just like chatting to the camera and stuff. And then I like back, it was like um, kind of like 
when we stopped the show for or took a break, I should say. I um well, so that was the craziest shit, right? Because like, what happened was my I don't even want to get into this story, but dude, like two months ago, my Instagram, my main account, was deleted. Yeah, and it just kind of hit me like hard. I was like, whoa. I was like, okay, hmm. So I had a lot of time to like self reflect, and you know what I realized is like the universe allowed me to like take a look at where I was, what the reputation I had was, and who ultimately I was. You know, and, I, and what I mean by that is like. When I got into social media, I was, I've always been a great trainer. I've always loved to train clients. I've loved to mm. inspire clients. That's what, I, that's what I've been my whole life, really. And when I started social media, that's kind of what I was doing. And then, like, through that, you know, everyone obviously loves the booty. And I started to just kind of get into more of the sex symbol side of me and really kind of just be this more of, like, objective you know and and get a lot of views and all this kind of the stuff flashy, the flashy like, right you know that's yeah. what worked right my, my numbers were going up followers yeah. were going up everybody wanted to see the booty and everybody still wants to see the booty right and it's still a huge thing and i'm really proud of it you know i'm proud of like what i've been able to do in the glute fucking training era because now it's huge like everyone's about glutes like it's just crazy now but what i realized is when the instagram went down temporarily was I started thinking about, well, you know what, I want to get back to my trainer routes. Like, you know, start, like, getting back to kind of what I, you know, and I started these these home workouts, and they started, like, taking off. And all of a sudden, it's, like, now I do, guys, you know, if you want to check it out, it's TikTok Live. Uh, I go live Monday to Saturday at 11 a.m. PST. Lit. And it's so cool, man, because what what's happening is, like, this community's building. Like, we're getting the same people in here. Yeah, it's been eight weeks. We got, are, like, literally, yeah. Know, accountability. Accountability. And it's such this positive, beautiful environment where people are in there changing their lives, where they're uh, encouraging each other. That's huge. You know, and it's the coolest thing to witness, man. And from that, I've, I've started online coaching and I'm able to work with like a lot of uh, incredible people. It's all about serving, you know. Yeah, where it's about, can people access your coaching? So, nunzicoaching.com, uh, N-U-N-Z-I coaching.com. I'm actually making, by the way, this is going to be a big switch in my life is I, I've come to the, and I've always had this in my back of my mind where I wanted to like, my, my name is Nunzi. So it's N-U-N-Z-I, right? When way back four years ago, when I went to make the username, that username was taken. So I added another Z, it was taken. I was like, well, geez. so I added up three I's and my name is, that's always what it's been. And yeah. I kept that, but now it's like, as I'm, you know, I want to keep it simple. Like, you know, there's a lot of Z's and a lot of I's in there. Yeah, so people now, don't know how to spell it. You know, it's like, I always, that's what I mean. I get people, like, putting, like, fucking eight Z's, a, a B randomly. It's like, no, man, just, like, dude, Nunzi, right? So, but, yeah, nunzicoaching.com. It's in all my links. Uh, and it's really cool because, you know what? Like, one of the things as well that I'm really passionate about is, like, I know that my purpose is, in on this planet, is to inspire. And it's to get people to love themselves. You know, I've always just had a, a way of meeting a, a, a human being, and really connecting with them, empathizing with them. And I've been, you know, I've been training my whole life. Like, you know, I've been training for like 10 years. I've seen everything on the sun. And one of the things I always found, especially when I owned and ran the gym, you know, personal training is expensive, you know, and a lot of people that mm -hmm. really need it, unfortunately can't afford it. Yeah. You know, we're talking a hundred dollars a session, you know, eight sessions, 800 bucks. It's like, you know, that's not even enough time to really. So it's a privileged service. It's a privileged service. And it's kind of like, you know, to me it's wrong, right? Because like, there's a lot of people out there who need it. Um, but I also get it. I also get why the prices are kind of what they are, you know, like, you know, it, when I was a trainer is an hour of it's my time. time is a lot. It's and time. you know, this is kind of how it works. Right. And I've always said, cause I sold training for years. It's like, this is an investment in yourself. You know, it's, 
is this is the money, the best money you'll actually ever spend, but people just kind of get hung up on the big price tag. So I always had a, an inner calling for me to like, how can I make affordable training? So here's this online coaching and how cool is this? You know, and it's like, you know, we're talking 150 bucks, 200 bucks a month, which is more than reasonable for what you're getting. But it's, it's, we're just changing people's lives, man. We're getting people to really understand, you know, talking about, okay, I love, this has been a great episode, man, because it all comes back to that life tip from David Goggins. What gear are you operating on right now? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you're partying, if you aren't, aren't, aren't working out, if you're eating unhealthy, you're operating on a low gear. That's why your life is not going how you necessarily want it to go because you're using none of your potential. Mm-hmm. You're just like numbing it all, blaming all of these excuses and your time is just flashing before your eyes. So if you want to reach a higher gear, you have to start to like take control of your mindset, start to actually love yourself and believe in yourself. And how you do that is by taking care of yourself. So just getting people to work out. You know, I, I always get asked, yo, Nunzi, why are you so excited? Yo, Nunzi, like, why are you always coming so much? It's because I work out, man. Yeah. I'll take care of myself. Absolutely. You know, like I eat healthy. I, I, I take time in nature. I, I meditate. I read. I do things that are going to get me on that next gear. I'm always trying to, how do I get to that next gear? I'm reading this book, The Power of Habit right now. Yeah, okay. That'd be a good one to they read. talk about how you can have these keystone habits. Yeah. So basically what it is, it's a, it's a habit that leads to other habits that are healthy, right? right? Okay. And working yeah, yeah. out is a huge one where it's like once you start getting oh. to the fitness lifestyle, it forces you to get your diet on check. It's you crazy. sleep properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get a schedule. It's, it's so cool, it's man. It's amazing. It's so cool. And, and this is why, guys, I literally have goosebumps right now because this is what I've been doing my whole life. And it's so cool to see people go through yes. this transformation all from just working out. It's the inspiration to other people and seeing how yeah. much it changes yeah. their lives. And it's just from working out because you're right. You're 100% right. A lot of people who try to do diets or mindsets, it's backwards. Start working out. Like start getting in the gym, moving your body and everything else will just kind of fall into place. I've seen that more and more in my life. It's like, that's, that's the, that's the starting point and working out is, is beyond essential. So it's been really cool to do the live workouts. I highly recommend you guys, if you want to have a fun hour and a half, cause I do an, I do an hour workout and then I do a 30 minute Q and a, and it's really cool. It's a beautiful community. There's a lot of support in there and uh, it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah. but you know, that's Amen. the whole thing. It's like, you got to. And we talked about this more on the show than I think any other theme is loving, you know, self-love, yeah, you know, loving it. who you are. And, um, that's really, uh, just, if you want to live a great life, you have to love your, like, you know, like you have to love yourself because when you love yourself, you love your life. It's very simple, Yeah. Um, but obviously we don't have a lot Stoked. of, you know, so a lot of exciting things down the tank and, uh, yeah. I will be coaching Nunzi for his next prep. Yeah, well, you know what? So I've been on the other end. Guys, I'm beefy right now. We're big. We're, we're 250. And yeah, I was gonna feeling say, good, man. How's the, how's the bulk? Bulk's great, man. I mean, this is like, dude, I'm I'm like, I'm really happy with the size. Okay. It's been cool to be big. Like, you know, like I look at photos of me, like, you know, and I was like, God, I was fucking small. Yeah. You it's know, a good I, feeling. You feel armored. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, it's fun to be big, man. Like, I mean, we like, you know, we, we like things big in this world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, seriously, like most everything we want, there's some things we want small, but most things we uh, we are, we like big. We like big, right? So there's a sense of, um, you know, I'd be lying if I said like my alpha ego side doesn't like, you know, I enjoy being big. What are you thinking of competing? We should like talk, plan. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be good. Like for me, it's about like once again, so I want to, 
I've had the limit. I have. I I've had a limited mindset going into shows because I'm always worried about like it's stunting my creativity and all this stuff. So mm. the next show I want to do, which will be probably the spring or summer, what uh, um is like like not like not like kicking into another gear because man, when you get in like I I have a very you know, um, good physique and getting like super shredded, man, to really showcase it would be really cool, you know, oh, yeah, but we'll to get do, you that's what I mean. But you know, for me, it's like, um, yeah, you know, what's crazy. So this is cool team. You guys are like this. So I, I came across, I stumbled upon some old measurements, tape measurements. And when I was going through my photos that I took, I think it was like, it was like a year and a half. It was like two years ago before I met Bronwyn. Dick measurements? Not dick measurements. No. <laughs> People are disappointed. Yeah, too bad. But the booty measurements, the glute measurements. So I measure, so my glutes, I've always had big glutes. This is the crazy thing about it, right? I've always had a big dumpy. Uh, but when I met Brown, uh, Brown, I was called her Brownwyn. Whoops. Brownie, uh, my glutes were 40 inches. Hmm. I was in the 40 inch club. And two years, dude, I put almost seven inches on it. Damn. That's crazy, right? That's a lot. 47 inches. Yeah, because that's what I've been doing. I've just been growing my ass, man. Like, giant booty, That bro. is an orbit. It is. Going and you know what's around. cool, too, is about it? It's like, it's, I've been able to shape it really well. I've been able, like, because I, I, all I do is I train my glutes three times a week. By the way, I'm dropping on my own, my first ebook. I'm excited hey. about it. The Booty King Bible. <laughs> yeah, man. It's super Dude, cool. You know what? Cool. I'm really, I'm really proud of this book because think of it as like, a, it's like a giant children's book. It oh, has yeah. like little stories. It's like, there's like, it's their pictures and it's all cartoons. So colorful. Yeah, I'm sure. And Every it's very funny. It's very, it's written color. like in like Dr. Seuss style, some of it. Like, you know, it's great. It's great. So I'm hoping to drop that soon, but. It's all about it's all about booty training, man. Fuck yeah, yeah. man, dude! This is a good one to wrap up on. That was yeah. like a lot of fucking shit to catch up on. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, I think I want to take the opportunity to just say to everyone out there that uh, we really appreciate, uh, you know, you guys tuning in and listening. You know, we've had a lot of fun on this show. We it was kind of interesting. Past Fifty episodes. It's kind of is that interesting how we hit our fiftieth episode and we were very consistent. And then we just kind of took, you know, we just kind of, I needed a break, right? I, I just started, because I, I was in that situation. I mean, you had your IG ban. Well, I just. Honestly, looking back, that was a good thing for you. you yeah. You learned a lot. Like, I, le- I learned, bro, I, you know what, so, so guys. reflect. So let, let's talk about this for a second. We'll wrap it up. But it's like, if you can start to look at everything in your life that happens to you as a blessing and like, and just not react, like not get so reactive to it and just know that if it's. Because what, what, how does it typically work, right? It typically works when things, when we get great news, we're really, really excited. And then when we get really bad news, we're really, really upset. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you don't, if you disattach yourself from the good news and you don't resist the bad news, then you just are understanding that you're observing all this life and everything is happening for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. But most don't see that reason. Most are just so wrapped up in the emotional response to it, right? It's so it's an ego response. It's an ego response. So I, I, you know, like when my Instagram was deleted, I, you know what? For the most part, I was actually calm. I was like, okay, because it's not the first time I've had a fucking social fucking axed. Yeah. But um, it was like I was like, okay. But then I think as the days kind of went on, it was it was hard. It was hard because it, I felt really unjust. It actually turned out, long story short, if you can believe it, not to get into it, but. Someone, someone actually went to the distance of like hacking my account and deleting it, That's paying nice. to get it deleted. Yeah, 
It was one of the most craziest things. So I'm officially going to make my Instagram public. I've had it back for a month. I've had to keep it private from this guy or from whoever. And I had to go through and just get, do really clean house all my content, like even things, because I never actually ever got a community guideline ban for anything. And that's why I was so, yeah, you know, whatever. But um, anyway, but yeah, no. So, but it, but like there, there's, this is the perfect example because like to me, who I, I pretty much put my whole life into Instagram for four years, got that taken away. To most people, including myself, it was pretty tragic, right? But little, little did I know, it was the most beautiful blessing I could have ever uh, have imagined. So the, these these things in your life that seem catastrophic or tragic, they're actually blessings. And I know some of you out there might be thinking like the loss of people. And this is a really common one, right? When you lose people in your life, it's, mm. it's not easy. But, yeah. like, but like if you can actually maybe look at it from a different angle as well, you might actually realize it's... It might, it might give you that boost to motivate. Like maybe you're like lazy or maybe, maybe that's, maybe the passing of your mom kicks you into a new gear mm. that you've been struggling with. You know what I mean? Or like whatever. And you, and you think, how would they have wanted you to live? That's what I'm saying. You know? Right. Like, you know, sometimes that kind of like, when, when do people always seem to bounce back yeah. is after relationships, right? Like you'll see people in relationships and then all of a sudden the relationship ends and all of a sudden this person's like fucking this new person. Right. So a tragic event, but a very mat, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, just that I, I really want to end off on that is like, if anyone's out, like if you're out there and you're having like a lot of things happen in your life mm. right now, look for the blessing in it, you know, just yeah. look, look for the blessing in it because there, it's there, man. As the Tao says, man, in all good fortune, there's misfortune. And in all misfortune, there's good fortune. Hey, you know? fucking dropping some Nirvana, guys. <laughs> Cheers to new beginnings. The yeah, Dr. Swole Nazi show is back with a vengeance. <laughs> and we are going to be turning out content. Yeah, a lot of episodes to come, you guys. All we right. love you all. Ciao, Peace. ciao.